in the footsteps of Jesus from down under. This is Nick Rita, your host. Welcome to the program. I'm very happy to be with you today and I'm very happy to welcome my guest again from Western Australia, Jessica Foster. Jessica, it's good to have you back with us. Thank you. Lovely to talk to you again. It was lovely to talk to you just uh, in the previous program and um, I was interested in finding out about uh, a ministry you are involved with, singing with a group, with a band called Spectrum, which I believe uh, was uh, initiated and formed by your father. Yes, that's correct. And uh, you are going to perform in um, Western Australia just in, in just a bit shorter than two weeks. Uh, would you be able to just give us some information about that just before we are uh, going further to uh, let our listeners, particularly from Western Australia, about the location, the time and how they can uh, come and listen live to your um, program? Absolutely. So we are running a free uh, Christmas concert and Christmas carols on the 19th of December um, at the Earl Scott Reserve down in Capel, which is a few hours south of Perth. Um, it's been sponsored and run by the Capel Seventh-day Venice Church. So it's a bring your chairs, picnic blankets, food and drinks and come along for a really fun evening of, of singing and good music and um, spending some time together. That's wonderful. Now, Jessica, just for our listeners who may miss the previous program with you, if you'd like to share with us just briefly about uh, yourself, a little bit of your background. Now, I know that um, you, you were raised up in uh, Western Australia and you are very proud of that, even though you moved yep. to the Eastern Coast for <laughs> a period of time. But uh, what are you doing in Western Australia right now? So I am the Deputy Principal at Carmel Adventist College. And um, as, as well as doing that role, I also teach Bible. Yeah, that's a, my everyday job, um, I guess. So that's what I do currently. Beautiful. Now, you, you are married. And as I uh, find out from a previous program that you kind of drag uh, your partner with you from Eastern Coast there. Uh, yeah. And how is he feeling there? Well, he was a pastor's kid, and so they are used to being, you know, dragged from pillar to post themselves, uh, following their pastor parents around. So um, it was relatively easy. So I think he's now lived in WA the longest he's lived anywhere his entire life. So I, I like to say that he's a, he's a WA boy now. Beautiful. And he's an educator also. He's a principal of one of the schools there in Western Australia too. Yes. Yes, that's correct, at All the Victoria right. Park School. Yeah. And you have children together? Yes, we have one daughter. Her name is Isabella. She's 11, going on 21. Um, and, yeah, she's the absolute joy of our life. Beautiful. And um, now you said that you grew up uh, in a Seventh-day Adventist uh, family in Western Australia. And when I asked you uh, in the last program about sharing a bit of your story, a bit of your testimony, you you said that, oh, that's hard a little bit because you see when you grow up in a, in a family, you're thinking, well, what's my story? What's my testimony? You don't have that sometimes dramatic conversion, you know, yeah. like other people like to share and people yeah. like to hear. But each one of us, we have our own story. We have, yeah. a, our, we have our own journey, our walk with Jesus Christ. And during this program, this is what our program features, you know, your story, your testimony, your experience with God every day. Now, you as a, 
an educator and uh, the deputy principal, as you mentioned, I believe you come across with many stories, you know, which uh, probably even how you impact the young ones, you know, the students, or how the students may um, impact you with their stories. And I believe you are in a very privileged uh, position there to um, to journey with the young ones because in the again I'm I'm keep mentioning the previous program because I want to link this together if it's uh, possible. Um, it's important to find your role, your uh, call from God in today's society when we live in a very, you know, confused and volatile uh, society. And I believe you have a very, very uh, um, great call, to say so, to serve in that capacity to shape and to guide and direct uh, the young ones. Would you be able to share with, you, to share with us uh, some of your story and some stories from the students, probably? Um, you're right when you say you often learn more from your students than, <laughs> than you feel you're imparting knowledge and wisdom to them. I often, and I'm sure lots of people do it as well, you know, question my own spiritual walk and um, I feel the pressure keenly when I walk into a class where I'm about to teach Bible and um, feeling rather inadequate some days because the relationship's just not been there with God that week or, or whatever it might be and, and feeling a little bit like I'm going to be a fraud and and the kids are going to, you know, notice. And um, yet just having that chance to just talk about God and not worrying about who's looking in um, and getting onto topics that they want to talk about because they actually have big questions about life and what's going on and being able to just sit down and go, right, what are we going to talk about today? And, and hearing their searching, hearing their questions, hearing their wonderings as to, well, where's God in this situation? You know, my family member's sick and I prayed and they, you know, it's, they're not getting better or, or whatever it might be. And just walking in with sometimes nothing more than a prayer, God, please help me because I'm feeling unprepared today. And then being honoured enough that God would actually speak through me to a way, in a way that I see kids actively like nodding their heads when they're listening and, you know, you kind of go, oh, thank goodness, I've, I've said something that's maybe made a little bit of sense to them. And being challenged in my own faith as I'm teaching kids, you know, am I just saying this stuff or do I actually live it as well? And so for me, it's more about actually building relationships with those students as well as being their teacher um, so that they know that, you know, being a believer in God is something that they could also do as well if they're not quite sure. Um, and for those who do actively believe in God can see someone like myself who has had different challenges in life um, and willing to be open with them about what they are and have asked my own questions of God and wondered where he is at times, um, but that that's part of the Christian experience and that it's okay to sometimes go, where on earth are you, God? Like, what is going on? Through to those joyous moments where you feel like you and God are just side by side. Um, so that's an honour and a privilege and something that I, I just love about being able to teach teach the young people. That's beautiful. Because, you know, uh, through the media and through the social media in general, 
it's a, you know it, it's a different situation, different uh, setting. It's it's more like virtual uh, is not reality in itself. But as you just said, when you come face to face every day, you know, with the with the person, and uh, from one day to the other, it can be so different. Mm-hmm. And we need to be rather realistic than just idealistic. You know, it's nice to be, I mean, to have that uh, vision, direction, but we have to face uh, everyday life. Absolutely. And and everyday life brings you with all sorts of challenges. Unfortunately, um, and that's what myself, I'm interested in the the young generation, because you can be shaped in a wrong way by Mm -hmm. just the thing you you hear or see uh, in a virtual world. Yeah. And when you face reality, it's totally different. And mm. that can negatively impact you so much that you mm. don't know where you are. Absolutely. And, and I often ask my students, you know, if those from Facebook, for example, you know, and I ask them, how many friends, you know, friends do you have on Facebook? And, you know, some of them will say numbers like in the thousands. And but then when you whittle down, well, how many of them do you actively talk to face to face? The number is so tiny, you know, in comparison um, and, you know, they are and we are as a society becoming more and more disconnected, even though we can connect in more ways than just talking face to face. But at the same time, yeah, it's it's just really interesting to see the way that, you know, what is a real friend? What's a real relationship? You know, what's truth versus a good filter, mm-hmm. you know, that can be put on a photo or, or something like that. And, and young people are in the centre of it and bombarded with it all the time. Um, and, you know, particularly my Christian students, you know, their, their challenge is as, how, do I, how do I engage as a Christian young person in a non-Christian, you know, uh, world um, or an environment and, and how do I live my faith out? day to day when they're also dealing with all of those things as well. So it's, it's a challenge for them. Absolutely. Beautiful. Today I'm talking with Jessica Foster from Western Australia and Jessica is a deputy principal in one of our Seventh-day Adventist uh, schools there. But also Jessica has a passion for singing and she's involved with uh, a group uh, founded, I believe, by her father called uh, Spectrum. And they are going to perform in um, Western Australia. And uh, I'm addressing particularly our listeners in uh, Western Australia to make plans and see Jessica and her band uh, singing live in Western Australia. And Jessica, I would like you to share with us the location and uh, the dates. Absolutely. So the 19th of December, it's a Saturday night at 7pm at the Earl Scott Reserve in Capel, just a few hours south of Perth. Um, We're going to be having a free family event um, with a a concert and Christmas carols and all sorts of things like that. So um, it's the second year we've been down there. This this coming year will be. And so it'll be lovely to get down uh, to the people of Capel again and to see some familiar faces and hopefully maybe meet some new people too. That's beautiful. And um, Jessica, I'm going to take a short break, but uh, before I'm going to uh, play one of your songs, I would like you to think if you can share after the break with us uh, some stories with your students or uh, yourself, which uh, during the time you are involved, you know, in teaching, uh, you acquired. And 
I will be very happy to hear some of the stories. You know, I believe that testimony, story, is the most powerful tool of evangelism. And uh, in this program, in the footsteps of Jesus from down under, I would like to hear those stories. And I know that many of our listeners are blessed and challenged sometime by um, the experiences of uh, other fellow believers in, in the world, and particularly here in Australia. I'm going to play a song uh, called Is There Anybody Listening? And this is by um, the band Spectrum, which Jessica, I believe, is the leading voice there. Uh, listen to this and we'll be back soon. Don't go anywhere. A cigarette An empty can of species It's It's alone and watching. 
Welcome back. This is in the footsteps of Jesus from Down Under. And this is Nick Rita. My guest is Jessica Foster. And you just listened to a beautiful song. Is there anybody listening? Jessica, I heard about that. This is quite a bit of a story behind this song here. Would you like to share with us uh, just a bit of the background with this song? Yeah. So that was a song written by my dad, Wayne Turner. And um, my dad is a notoriously terrible sleeper. He suffers from insomnia and all sorts of horrible things. And on one of the rare occasions a few years ago when he actually was asleep, he just woke up with these lyrics or these words in his head. And um, sometimes he'll just kind of go back to sleep or whatever, but he just kept hearing these words. And so he raced out to his piano Um, and started penning the words. And I think by morning, um, he had the song written. And he called me that Sabbath morning, actually, and said, oh, you know, told me what had happened. And one of the verses is actually an experience that we were going through with a friend who was was losing a partner to cancer. Mm. And, um, you know, just this idea that, you know, we live and work and come across people all the time, but do we really know what's going on and ask them questions. And the line in that song, love is not a noun, love is a a verb. He said that to me and I said, I'm sorry, what? And he's like, yeah, just this, the line, you know, love is not a noun, love is a verb, you know, kind of popped into his head. And I said, that's amazing because in the sermon that I'd listened to in my church, the, the preacher had said that love is not a noun, love is a verb. And so it was just amazing to kind of have these two completely separate things where this idea that love is actually something we should be doing um, was just so paramount to the to the message of this song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as it goes on and talks about, you know, we stand and sing, you know, we stand as a congregation in church and we worship, but we do we really care to know what's going on with the person that's next to us or across from us or... You know, we we so often put our our masks on and make it look like everything's going okay, but do we really take the time to check in with people and ask them if they're doing all right? And you know, we've missed you. We haven't seen you for a little while. Or you know, how are things going? Because that's what true love is: to actually, you know, step out in faith and ask those maybe uncomfortable, difficult questions and and live like Jesus did, which was loving people in word and in deed as well. Yes, that's beautiful. And the title of the song, I like it. Uh, Is there anybody listening? Um, and it reminds me of a passage in the Bible, Revelation 3.20, where it says, Behold, I'm at the door. Uh, mm. Jesus says that he's knocking on the door. And another translation actually says this, listen, I am at the door. Mm. I mean, if you open the door, I can come in and dine with you and you with me. And yeah. I, when I compare those things, you know, because sometimes we're thinking that we are listening, but we are not mm. actually. And uh, I, I love the, the message from that song. And um, this is some of the music which... Um, Jessica 
and uh, the band called Spectrum, they will share, obviously, uh, different songs uh, appropriate to the season, which is about Christmas. And you are going to perform uh, Jessica with Spectrum uh, in Western Australia. And I would like you to mention again the location and times there um, for our listeners, particularly from those ones listening uh, from Western Australia in the, in that town, that they may come and uh, yeah, listen to you uh, a lot. And please share with us some of that information. Sure. So it's the 19th of December at 7pm at the Earl Scott Reserve in Capel, which is a couple of hours south of Perth. And we're going to have a free uh, family event. Um, there's going to be a, a community concert and carols. And uh, the people who are organising the Capel Seventh-day Adventist Church who are sponsoring and running the event are wanting to make sure people bring their uh, their picnic blankets or chairs and probably um, rugs, a good jumper as well maybe for a Saturday night, um, their food and drinks, um, and just to come down and yeah enjoy a nice time of, of celebrating Christmas together and listening to some music. That's wonderful. And Jessica, just before we conclude today, I would like to ask you to share, if you can, with us uh, a story or two. You are a, a teacher working as a deputy principal in one of our schools in Western Australia. Would you be able to share with us um, uh, some stories? Um, sure. So this year has been a particularly difficult year for us um, and for everybody um, when it comes to things like COVID and um, online learning for schools and, and things like that. And um, unfortunately, in our school, we also lost a student um, as well. And so we have um, journeyed with our, our students through some immense grief. And it was one of the most horrible experiences I've, I've ever had in my 15 years of being a teacher. And yet the stories that have come out of that time when we were grieving as a community and the way that we came together as a school family was just amazing. And we prayed as a staff every single day um, in the aftermath that our kids would feel loved and cared for. A couple of terms after we lost that student, we were making a, a short video to show some of our big bosses um, what we are about as a school. And we chose to interview some students, ask them questions, and then we stepped out of the room so they could be honest and, and answer the way they wanted to. And they talked about how when we went through that really challenging time of losing that student, that it was the most love that they had felt as a school community and that they knew that us as teachers was grieving, were grieving just as much as they were and that they felt loved and cared for and almost stronger because of, of that time that we went through and how God just carried us through, which was absolutely amazing because we all look back on it now and wonder how we survived. And there is only one way and that's because of God and prayer. Um, but to hear students say that they felt looked after, but then to have them coming and looking after us. So, for mm. example, we've been providing the kids, uh, particularly our Year 12 students, with food every day for a week after we lost this student and um, because food is a way of bringing people together and, yes. you know, at least keeping something in their tummies. 
And then one day we all walked into our staff room and the students had actually all brought food and put it on the staff room table for us. Oh, beautiful. And they said, you have looked after us in incredible ways and we just wanted to say thank you. And we didn't know what grown-ups eat, but here you go, here's some food and, and we just want to say thank you. And that just was an amazing story that came out of tragedy to see that young people, they crave relationships, they crave knowing that they're safe and that they belong. And I was just so honoured to be a part of a time that was really hard but that has left um, significant impact on, on their lives in what was a really difficult situation, but they felt that they were safe and loved and cared for. And I was honoured to be a part of a staff um, and a school community that could do that for them. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you very much for sharing with us, uh, Jessica, and particularly one of those uh, difficult uh, situations, you know, and, and a story which can bring something beautiful, even uh, when something horrible uh, happens. And we live in a, in a world where um, pretty much everything around us is not just going well and yeah. uh, how important it is to, um, uh, to look for the brighter side and to find uh, down deep in each one of us that love which God put it in there from the beginning. And we lost a lot of that because of um, sinful nature, but um, through Jesus Christ. And we are going to, uh, you know, to remember just uh, very shortly about the birth of Jesus Christ and his ministry and uh, the way he approached us as humanity to be restored uh, and to enjoy life uh, abundantly. And Jessica, it was an honor and a pleasure to talk to you. Our program also is coming to an end. I realize time is going very quickly, but I'm looking forward to hear some more stories from your students, from yourself, uh, from Western Australia, and um, to share with uh, our listeners all around the country and, and all around the world, because uh, Faith FM is a wonderful network to reach out people uh, here in Australia, but all around the world through our um, broadcastings. And uh, may God richly bless you. Have a wonderful, uh, safe end of year and Christmas and uh, sharing with people through music. Uh, you are blessed to be involved in a ministry with singing, with Spectrum, and you are going to perform in Western Australia. And uh, we invite our listeners uh, there from Western Australia to, if they can, uh, join uh, Jessica and uh, her band with her father and the rest of the team there uh, singing live. Uh, carols and um, just have a wonderful time uh, on the 19th of uh, December, uh, 7 p.m. And location, Jessica, again? Is the Earl Scott Reserve in Capel. Beautiful. May God bless you and looking forward to talk to you again. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to us. Until next time, don't forget, keep walking in the footsteps of Jesus.